Hey y'all, my name is Briley Casanova and I'm a mental performance coach. I help athletes reach their full potential while working through mental challenges within their sport. For example, I help athletes learn how to perform better under pressure, whether that's learning how to see competition differently with mindset shifts or learning relaxation or energy management techniques. I also help with goal setting, leadership, maintaining focus, and overcoming fear. My goal is to help others find their inner confidence and self-trust, which hopefully leads to further success and joy in their sport. Let's get started with today's episode. And before I jump into talking about the specifics of imposter syndrome on athletes, I want to give a shout out and thank you to a friend of mine, Dana Burnworth, for recommending this as today's topic. So thank you, Dana, for recommending this today. I had to do a little bit of research um, in learning more a little bit about imposter syndrome. And looking back, I do think I experienced a lot of, you know, the thoughts and feelings that come along with that. And I think I experienced some of that self-sabotage that comes with imposter syndrome. So I'm actually really glad that um, I was kind of forced to learn more about this topic because looking back, I don't think I understood, you know, those thoughts and feelings back then that I had. And I think that probably did contribute um, to, you know, some self-doubt, you know, not being as successful as I could And I think imposter syndrome was a part of my journey at one point in time. So again, thank you to Dana Burnworth for recommending this as the topic for today. I really, really appreciate it. And hopefully someone out there learns something new and, you know, maybe you can learn from my mistake and, and, you know, learn ahead and get ahead and not let imposter syndrome be as much of a part of your sport experience or your athletic journey um, after today. So first, what is imposter syndrome? If you haven't heard of it before and According to the definition according uh, sorry the definition of imposter syndrome according to Dr. Josephine Perry and Kate Milsom is imposter syndrome is when we deeply feel that we don't have what it takes despite all of the evidence to the contrary. And I've read in some other places that basically say um someone who has imposter syndrome is just basically scared of being found out as a fraud. Um, so I've heard that language describing it before, but I really liked, um, you know, Dr. Josephine Perry's and Kate Milsom's definition of that. Cause I think it just really breaks it down into simple terms. And, um, I think it, it, it makes it, you know, translate across like this isn't just an athletic experience. Of course, there, there are going to be times in our lives where we feel like we don't fit in here. We don't belong. We don't feel like we're qualified to do what we are doing. Um, so I think this topic is also, you know, really relevant to just life in, in general, not just for, for sports or athletes or things like that. And I'll also link the article used um, for that definition that I found. Um, I don't know. It's a great article to read. So I did get some of my information from there. I read a couple other things, um, but I also just kind of tried to put my own interpretation and, you know, use my own language and thoughts and experiences Um, for the other things that come along with that definition. So let's talk about how imposter syndrome negatively affects athletes, because really, I think at the end of the day, there isn't really much of a positive um, contribution or benefits that come along with imposter syndrome. It, It really mostly is a negative, you know, it's the antithesis of what success means, right? So at least that's my my understanding of it. So the first reason why it negatively affects athletes is it allows room for excess doubt, fear, anxiety, and depression. All four of those things just are not a recipe for success or sports in life. And what comes with that is just the constantly questioning yourself, right? If you're spending so much time questioning yourself, 
your abilities, your your talents, your effort, um, it, that's just going to lead you down a road of, you know, like a spiral of just not believing in yourself. And, and that, that takes away confidence. And the less confidence you have as an, as an athlete, that just creates more room for other negative things to creep in. And it's just not good to have that, right? I think that's pretty obvious. Um, the other thing Um, The other negative thing that comes with imposter syndrome is it contributes to excessive negative self-talk and over-perfectionism and and thus creating unrealistic standards and just excess pressure put on athletes. So yeah, and I I think if you've been listening to my podcast for, for long enough, you probably understand my thoughts on perfectionism. And I do think, I mean, it can be overdone. Uh, perfectionism, I think is, I think it's a myth and that's really why I'm of the mindset of pursuing excellence above perfection and focusing on the process and focusing on praising effort rather than results. Um, so I think just the, the more unrealistic standards and just extra pressure you put on yourself, whether you're an athlete or not, um, regardless of if it's from imposter syndrome or just other, other negative mental habits, I, I think it's it's just something we have to work on and something we have to adjust. So the next reason why imposter syndrome negatively affects athletes is it contributes to, um, you know, self-sabotage, like us getting in our own way, right? It's usually us comparing ourselves to other people and not um, comparing the version of you today to who you were yesterday. And this also just lowers your chance for successful performances moving forward. And then finally, the last reason why I think imposter syndrome can be a negative contributor to our athletes is it it becomes a cycle that is just so hard to break out of. Once you get kind of caught up on the mental 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 train of thought with imposter syndrome it just takes a ton of concerted effort to commit to letting go and overcoming that cycle so it's one of those things where like I was saying earlier I hope that you listening today just kind of being aware of your thoughts and being aware of like where they're leading you um, is just going to be so important in preventing imposter syndrome from being a substantial part of your athletic career so I think it's possible I think it can be done so um, before we talk about how to overcome it, I'm going to share my thoughts on um, an ad here, and we'll be right back. Okay, so let's now talk about how to overcome imposter syndrome. Um, let's start with reframing your mindset and just reframing your perspective. Um, I think it's important to challenge yourself to see your situation differently, first and foremost. No matter why or you know what reasons you have behind not feeling like you fit in or belong in your sport, one way you can you can work on this is to make a list of all of your strengths that you have related to your sport. So if you it, and for example, like if you have trouble with that, just making a list of everything you know how to do in your sport skill by skill is a great way to start. So again, for those of y'all that know me, um, I have a gymnastics background. So if you're a gymnast listening and if this is relevant to you, one example of how you can, um, you know, literally make a list of you know your strengths is write down every single skill you know how to do. And and I think you'll realize like, well, I I know how to do a lot more than I give myself credit for. And I need to remember that. So, you know, depending on what sport you do or what activity you do, just literally take a moment and write down every single thing you know how to do related to your sport. And I think you'll realize you have an overwhelming list of, you know, positive things that you are capable of. Um, 
And basically with that list, you'll have facts that will lead you to remembering and believing in your skill set just a little more than you might have initially given yourself credit for. So that's one thing you can do to just kind of start, you know, shedding that imposter syndrome veil you've maybe placed over yourself if this is an issue for you. Next thing you can do is you can fuel yourself with positive affirmations and mantras and and whatever that really means to you. I know not everybody's a believer in affirmations or mantras or quotes or things, but just to kind of get started in that process, maybe just find some quotes that that you like or resonate with, or you can create your own phrases that you believe to be true and positive about yourself and just, you know, writing them down, screenshotting them, just coming up with like a good solid list of like 10 10 really solid affirmations, quotes, phrases, um, thoughts, you know, maybe pictures or videos, like just compiling um, a list and some kind of archive of, you know, just positive thoughts that you can remind yourself of, Um, you know, that's just another thing you can do to just fuel your confidence and not let imposter syndrome kind of dictate your career or take over your mind. Um, and, and if you have trouble with coming up with positive affirmations and mantras and things, um, I am, you know, I'm thinking about maybe creating another podcast episode dedicated to that. Um, so let me know, reach out to me if you, you know, have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about that. And I don't know, maybe in the future I'll have another podcast episode dedicated to that process more because I could talk about that um, forever. So that's an option, but just for now, just try and fuel yourself with positive things positive affirmations, mantras, quotes, you know, whatever, whatever works for you and whatever that means for you. Next, another idea, keeping track of the small victories you accomplish every single day. One of the things that comes with imposter syndrome, like I said earlier, is like that consistent questioning of yourself, right? And doubting yourself and just thinking negatively about yourself. But Taking time to recognize when you do things well is a great way to start breaking that habit and breaking that cycle. You know, maybe keeping a journal and listing out the good things from from your training that happen every day is a place to start. Even if that means, for example, like if you just write down, I survived today or I put in my best effort today, those count as a small victory. And small victories are victories. And small victories lead to big victories, but you have to recognize yourself when you do good things and, and, you know, find just small rewards. You don't have to, you know, throw necessarily throw a party every time, you know, you, you wake up every day. But the point is, is like not getting caught up in all the bad things that happen and just making sure if you're going to spend that much time thinking about the negative, we'll at least try and spend some time balancing that out with finding the positive too and some days it's going to be harder to find that than others but um you know writing down those things as they happen um is a great way to start so just keep keep a journal or just keep a running list of you know positive things that happened um and just the the small victories even if it is like I woke up today and I I put in my best effort that's enough okay let's talk about another um, way to overcome imposter syndrome. So know your role and focus on your journey in your sport. So maybe asking yourself a couple questions like this. What do you contribute to your team? What do you contribute to your sport as a whole? What strengths do you bring to the table? And I encourage you to do not think about anyone else while answering this. Just think purely 
in your opinion and in your experience and your observation, just completely focus on you, your strengths and your journey. You know, another question you can ask yourself is what have you done that brought you to where you are today? And and with those questions, you know, write just basically write down the reasons that make you qualified to train in your sport. So that's kind of similar to what I was talking about before, but just a little bit more specific. So of course, write down your strengths and the things you're good at, but write down the reasons that make you qualified to train in your sport. Instead of looking at, you know, all the reasons maybe why you don't think you're qualified, flip that into, well, why am I qualified? Why do I deserve to be here and train and compete in, in doing something that I love? Right. So I encourage you to to ask yourselves those questions. Then just a couple more tips and then we will be done for today. So thank you for listening and hanging out with me here. But another thing you can do to kind of shake shake off this imposter syndrome um, mindset is finding a positive support system and surrounding yourself with people that want the best for you. If, if, if you've tried all those things before just for yourself and you're still having a hard time, you know, getting rid of this imposter syndrome mindset, maybe it's time to seek, seek outside, you know, assistance, like hanging out with your friends and hanging out with people in your sport that, that want you to succeed too. And, and, you know, making that an intentional part of your day, it's important to, you know, create your own, like your village, right? I've talked about this before in previous episodes where, you know, we all know it takes a village to raise a high level athlete. No one person just does it all on their own. It, it's a it's a community effort. It's it, it does take a village. So just making sure that the people around you aren't fueling the self-doubt. They're not fueling the questioning of yourself and your abilities. They're not tearing you down, making an effort to maybe readjust your circle a little bit. If that if that is something that is contributing to your imposter syndrome starting there, maybe that's one other thing you can do um, you know, right now is just reevaluate what reevaluate who you're hanging out with and continuing to strive for a better village and support system. So finally, the last thought I have for you today Um, is, of course, like I say all the time, but it's so important. And it's to practice gratitude for what strengths and abilities you do have and not the things that you don't have. Intentionally focus and see your strengths and how they're contributing to your sport journey. So I know that's something I've kind of said that already, but I, I just wanted to make sure that I phrased it in a way where you're you're actually practicing gratitude for what you do have and just not questioning the things that you don't have and not wishing for more because I think that's that also opens the door for imposter syndrome to just creep in and and take root in your mind where if you practice gratitude every day for the things that are good for the for the the things that you do well for the small victories it's it's taking that that listing those things out to like the next step. It's one thing to just list them out and not really like appreciate them and be grateful for them, but I think practicing gratitude for the things you are able to do and for the reasons why you are qualified to be doing what you're doing. I just think that it like I said it just kind of takes that that listing, you know, tip that I have for you to the next level and actually being grateful and appreciative of those abilities and talents and skills that you do have. So with all of those thoughts being said, I would like to close by saying thank you so much for listening. Please check out my social media platforms. You can find me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Briley Casanova for exclusive updates 
and the chance to give me direct feedback for future episodes. You can also find me on Instagram at Twitter. Um, my Instagram is Mental Coach Briley and my Twitter is Mental Coach Bry. I have a Facebook page at fb.me slash mentalcoachbriley. And you can also email me and ask me about a free consultation if you're interested in talking to me one-on-one. You can email me at briley at completeperformancecoaching.com. And if you feel inclined to donate, but please do not feel obligated, you can also Venmo me at Briley Casanova or PayPal me at paypal.me slash Casanova if you'd like to directly contribute to donating to this podcast. Um, And please feel free to reach out with questions and feedback you have at any time. Your input is valuable and important to me. So please help contribute to my growth and knowledge. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in my next episode. Bye.